we'd like to welcome you back to part two of our dedicated study entitled Trump Civil War and the Evil Globalist Agenda. And we're going to start out this part with a video, <clears throat> video, but you're just going to hear the audio. You and it's it's really nothing that you're going to be looking at that you would need to see anyway. You'll you'll get the gist of it um, from a insider, Roger Stone, and it's entitled Trump has a plan. Well, he has a plan to stop election theft, but that's not re- what it's really about. It's more about how they're going to try to steal it from him. Now, I wouldn't play this video. If I'm not seeing, like I said, I'm not going to just play this video by itself and then just move on. I'm gonna I'm gonna play this as as part of this comprehensive, 24 page study that I'm doing, in order to show you that this all seems to be a big gigantic concerted effort against him, and and um, there's a lot of proof to that end. And that's why I'm playing this. So I'm not endorsing Alex Jones either. Okay, I'm not doing that. But uh, he's the one that interviewed him. And um, uh, it's about a five-minute clip here. Roger Stone, consummate Trump insider, former head of his campaign. Uh, You first warned six, seven months ago on my show about the plan for a broker convention. Now they're in the Washington Post. Now they're on CNBC. Now they've got high-level Republicans on the RNC, on the Rules Committee, saying, yes, your popular vote is a quote. We'll play it again in a moment. Does it matter? And forget even having primaries. We're just going to decide who the nominee is. Now, again, I've gotten a lot of emails. And and granted, I've got a whole file on Alex Jones uh, about red red light warnings on him. And you get, oh, it's all disinformation. No, it's not all disinformation. If you can verify something, if you have a soundbite of a guy that it was televised on a clip where he admitted to this, it's it's not disinformation anymore. It's something that actually happened, and this happened this week. I wanted you to hear this clip, and I was going to play it by itself, but this is a little bit better with the commentary uh, that's going on to kind of get the full gist and impact of what they're actually saying, that our votes don't matter, that they don't count, that they're even asking, this this particular uh, devil is basically asking or um, communicating that you know he doesn't really know why we have elections because you're not the ones that decide who's going to be the nominee. The people, that, you know, so this is how out in the open and flagrant it's getting. In fact, it may be, Paul Ryan with zero delegates, unprecedented. Roger Stone, you first warned of this. Uh, I know you've been talking to Trump recently. He's concerned. Uh, explain this to us and where this is going and how we fight back against it. Sure, the fact that Donald Trump may have 1,237 votes, the majority on the first ballot, is almost irrelevant to the kingmakers, to the party elites. Look, they're petrified, and here's why. Trump is uncontrollable to them. He's not susceptible to special interest pressure. He is not. He doesn't owe anybody. There's no chits that can be called on him. He's his own man, and the only people he he owes at this point are the very voters who have propelled him to a commanding position in this contest. So they will pull out all the stops. They will try to unbind all delegates on the first ballot, as the North Dakota Republican National Committee man Curly Howard has uh, already publicly uh, proclaimed. Secondarily, they will try to throw out the delegates of any states where non-Republicans were allowed to vote, even if it is consistent with state law. So if independents and Democrats were allowed to vote, 
and then they flooded the polls for Donald Trump, which, by the way, is a positive sign for the Republican Party. They will seek to throw those delegates out. Even in Texas today, even though uh, Trump has won delegates, the, the Rick Perry, George P. Bush, Ted Cruz combine uh, is refusing to fill those slots with actual Trump supporters. That way they would control those votes on any early procedural maneuvers. Remember, uh, Trump is not without cards. He could knock out the entire Texas delegation on the basis of widespread voter fraud, which, by the way, is exactly how Eisenhower overturned the nomination of Robert Taft in 1952, by unseating the Texas delegates because the caucuses that had elected them were improperly conducted and Eisenhower voters were turned away. Let's play this clip of one of the RNC uh, Rules Committee heads, uh, just an incredible clip that's going viral everywhere, Infowars.com. Re Republican News Committee head, we're going to hear here. Report.com, StoneZone.com. If you want to see the full clip, we're going to play about 60 seconds uh, of it. Uh, simply amazing, where senior GOP official Curly Hogland, uh, quote, we choose the nominee, not the voters. And then she says, it's this Toto moment when the curtains pull back, so why even have primaries? And he goes, that's a good point. Why even vote? I mean, are we North Korea or are we the United States of America? Are we a republic or are we a oligarchy? I mean, the scales are coming off the eyes. Here's the clip, Roger. I don't think that's the case once it, you know, if it would just be understood. We have a problem with the media. <laughs> Unfortunately, the cable networks are trying I, to determine. I don't, think, I don't think this is a problem with the media. I've heard from a lot of voters <laughs> who say if they feel like their votes got stolen, that they would be very unhappy and very angry. I, I think you're looking at a different situation. I realize these have been the rules, but the last time these rules were put in place was 1976. It's been a long time since then. Yeah, they're still there. Yeah, that's a problem. The, the, uh, the media has created the perception that the voters will decide the nomination, and that's the concept. That's the conflict here. <laughs> we, we, the, the media has created the perception the voters will decide the nomination. That's the perception. The media—it's the media's fault. They—they—they they, they don't decide anything. We—we we don't decide. Your votes don't matter at all. Is essentially what he's saying. Curly Hogland, RNC Rules Committee member, is saying this out in the open preparing everybody for them to steal this at the upcoming um, Republican National Committee convention. Even if, I mean, I, they probably try to do it even if he had, Trump had all the necessary delegates. Of course, they're saying that that, won't, that can't happen if he has those. But again, if they can steal enough states between now and then for lying Ted, then they'll go in there, they'll have a brokered convention, and they'll steal it from him. Like we live in a democratic society. What you're telling me is it's not a democratic society and your votes don't necessarily matter because it's a democratic representation, correct? No, that's not what I'm trying to tell you. What I'm trying to say is that there's a, yes, we're just is. one of the political parties. There's many political parties, but political parties choose their nominee, not the general public, uh, contrary to popular belief. Then why <laughs> bother holding the primaries? That's a very good question. Look, look, so, Gary, I, 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 that's I, a very good question. So they've they've reached this magic moment where they're out in the open. They're trying to sell the idea that they can change rules and ignore the popular vote. The Democrats are doing it as well with Sanders. And the Republican leadership's obviously side with the Democrats. They don't care if they blow the party up. That's all part of the plan. But will they be able to survive the public's anger and will they be able to bully the superdelegates into going along with this, uh, Mr. Stone? 
Well, look, it's not over till it's over. There's a substantial number of veterans of the Reagan 76 campaign, veterans of the Ron Paul wars, veterans even of the Goldwater campaign who are going to be rallying. Do not assume that Donald Trump will be outmaneuvered at this convention because we aren't going to let that happen. And Trump, as uh, someone this close to the nomination, is not without cards or maneuvers. And he can outmaneuver the kingmakers. So that was that report. Uh, <clears throat> this is what they're planning on doing. Okay, This is one of the plans to derail Trump. Assassinations on the table uh, as well. We have the martial law scenario. We have the brokered convention scenario. Those are the, those are the three primary um, scenarios that, that I can see them pulling. Now, let's go further <clears throat> with, with this report. Political official blatantly admits the truth. The party select a nominee. Voters do not elect them. And again, this is what we, we had just seen here, but it's a whole report on it if you want to delve into that further. While many have known the truth for years, those with blinders on refusing to hear, uh, see or hear the truth of how presidential nominees are selected by the political class rather than elected by the people. The statements from a senior GOP party official who just happens to be an unbound GOP delegate from North Dakota should be a huge wake-up call for all those who have been living in denial. And that's what we just heard. You know, in other words... According to what he said, the voting process in America is a facade. It's window dressing. That's all it is. The voters don't determine anything, is what he's saying. Okay, the 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 delegates and the super delegates and in the in the people in the uh, whatever party you're in, they're the ones that determine who gets in. Not 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 the not the mere vassals, the the uh, serfs, the the mere sheeple people, they, they don't decide anything, is essentially what they're coming out and saying here. Now, I had a comment <clears throat> from a, a listener regarding Trump and the Republican establishment. <clears throat> he said, this is the craziest campaign I've ever seen. The Republican establishment is confirming that it's all one big scheme and that there's no difference between the Democrats and Republicans. It's all about retaining power, not representing the people who put them in office. It's one big good old boys club. And Trump is a gigantic potentially gigantic monkey wrench into their good old boys club to usher everybody into the new world order okay that's what this is really all about it's all about retaining power not representing the people who put them in office the fact is after years of them rubber stamping obama's radical agenda the people are finally revolting and the establishment is in a state of shock and panic there is finally a candidate that is not towing the party line an out of control an out of control candidate that is paying for his own campaign and not beholden to their lobbyists and power brokers i have been praying for their schemes to be revealed and wow he did answer and again i really do believe that to a certain extent if not totally to this extent that yes the the plans of the wicked are being revealed just like this guy come out and saying this if it was who they wanted in the driver's seat right now and he had the delegates near they they want to be coming out saying that kind of stuff on 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 air saying that your votes don't mean anything they want to maintain the facade they want to maintain the deception that, that, that you have some kind of power over, over you know, the voting process and over who gets into office. They don't want to come out and, and, and communicate something like that unless they're trying to telegraph a punch, unless they're, unless they're getting into full desperation mode. 
and preparing you for potentially something. So going further, uh, <clears throat> I thank God that the covers have finally been pulled away and that the people are seeing these, rep, quote, representatives as crooks and con men that they really are. Uh, crazy, I'm not a Donald Trump fan, but I am, for one, glad that he is exposing these satanic globals for what they really are, New World Order, order elitists who will do anything to retain power. Praise the Lord for exposing them. God bless you, Joe. Um, yeah, I, 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 I was... Uh, in the shower last night I, I i have just stuff playing all the time because i'm trying to just soak in as much as i can and it was an interview from trump from 25 years ago 25 years ago and he was saying the same thing then as, as he is now was what was really really weird i'm like okay if this is something where you know he's just doing this and he's just all oh, this is show and and he never was like this before. And I understand he's changed his stance on a lot of different things. It seems to be all for the better. Um, but he was basically saying the same stuff that he is now. How we're getting annihilated in free trade. How, how, how you know, we're being outmaneuvered, annihilated we're, um, from an economic standpoint. And then the guy was like, well, what about you being president? He says, I really don't want to run. And that's what he's saying. He's even said now. He says, "I really don't want to run." He says, "I'm hoping somebody will come along," and and you know, I, I think he was hoping that it might have been McCain of all people and or Romney who he supported both of their campaigns. And I mean, obviously, all that was was window dressing. That they were just sock puppets put up to 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 lose against Obama. And I think he really got that understanding when Romney lost, where he didn't do any campaigning the last month. And it was really apparent to him that he's got to do this because these people are all bought and paid for. And they want the destruction of our, our, of our company. They're owned. And, and I think with the Romney thing losing, I, it seems to be that was a turning point for him. But he said it 25 years ago. I don't want to do it. I, I like my life. I, I, I don't want to... Try to run for president. He he said he said the same thing now as well, and he said a lot of other things. Just Kean Trump interview twenty five years ago. You'll find it. I mean, it's, it's basically it seems like basically the same guy. Now he's changed a lot. It seems like for the better on his morality stances. You know, um, so that's that's all positive. Now again, maybe he's Satan incarnate. Maybe he's the best devil on the planet. And, and, and it's just an elaborate con job, but it's the best I've ever seen if that is the case, okay? I mean, with all of the wicked, evil factions raging and foaming at the mouth right now to try to stop him, that would be the best con job I've ever seen, ever, bar none. So, um, oh, here's another video I wanted to play, and I didn't even... Uh, this is very, very telling, this video. Uh, and it's called The Planned Assassination of Donald Trump. The elite want him dead. They're fomenting the Discord to make sure it happens. Uh, let me just go ahead and roll this. The media and the political establishment is so desperate to prevent Donald Trump winning the presidency. They're now helping to foment an environment which could lead to an assassination attempt against the Republican frontrunner. Trump has been under Secret Service protection since last year. He wears a bulletproof vest at all public events. And that's because every single day on social media, 
hundreds if not thousands of people threaten directly or call for the assassination of Donald Trump. Go and compare the amount of death threats on Twitter being made against Trump to those made against Hillary or Bernie Sanders. It's literally a hundred to one. You've got political pundits and leftists joking every week about Trump being assassinated. Trump supporters are also being harassed and threatened with violence simply for expressing their political opinion. But see, that's all fine. That's all fine and dandy cotton candy. All of that. You know, because that's politically correct. You can threaten us. You can, you can do whatever you want because we're on the side of, of, of righteousness in this particular case um, regarding what the Trump supporters are standing for. I'm not even talking about Trump so much. It's just the Trump supporters. And because you're on that, the right side of morality and on the right side of righteousness, you can say anything and do anything and accuse anything against those people and against Trump. Because that's what Satan is all about. Unjust scales and balances. Hypocritical, blind, satanic, raging, frothing at the mouth, injustice. There's no louder progenitor of hateful, vitriol. So and here, here's, here's a black thug that has vote for Trump, you'll get thumped or jumped. Oh, jumped. So in other words, the threat, the threat, and we're going to talk a lot about that today. Like violent rhetoric than the anti-Trump crowd. So why is Trump himself being blamed for violent rhetoric? Is Fox News reporting on the deluge of death threats being made against Donald Trump? No. They're too busy lying about a Trump campaign staffer grabbing a woman by the arm and claiming it was some kind of vicious assault. I mean, look at this video, and then look at how the poor victim, Michelle Fields, reacted on Fox News. I mean, any, the Bible talks about straining at a gnat and swallowing a camel. Okay, hypocritical judgment. In that regard, God condemns hypocritical judgment. But Jesus Christ said, judge righteous judgment. And if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judge of God. You know, good, righteous judgment is something that we should strive for. Not hypocritical, where you have a beam in your own eye and you're judging the speck in your brothers. This witch who was at one of the Trump rallies gets grabbed by the arm. They show it on video and she basically moves back a little bit by one of the Trump staffers because evidently she was doing something she shouldn't be doing. And she's everywhere. Megyn Kelly, every everybody that, that rushes the stage, they'll give them airtime, they'll glorify them. These are these are some of the biggest slime bags on planet Earth. They're all glorified. They're all deified in the media. Okay? Whereas Trump and his supporters are all um, demonized as the devil. And see, this is why this delineation between good and evil is becoming more and more apparent by the second. What side Trump and his supporters are on and what side um, the ones that are against him, which you, you don't even say Hillary or Bernie. It goes way beyond Hillary and Bernie camp. This has to be, aside from my father's death, the worst experience I've gone through. Someone had She got her arm basically barely grabbed. It shows the video. She's fully standing. It didn't even jerk her head or anything. And she's this is the this is the worst thing I've ever went through. Uh, 
It says, before he could answer, I was jolted back. I just saw, if you're watching the video, she was not jolted backwards. She was barely even, I mean, she, you couldn't even tell somebody was pulling her back. It looked like she was doing it on her own. Someone had grabbed me tightly by the arm and yanked me. She was not yanked down. She's a lying, fork-tongued devil. I almost fell to the ground. Lying, fork-tongued devil, but I was able to maintain my balance right right yeah that's exactly what the video just indicated nonetheless i was shaken oh you poor fork tongue witch i i really feel just i i just i i the the, the pity the the agony i feel inside for this liar is just uh, it knows no bounds grab me tightly by the arm and yanks me down i almost fell to the ground she acts like the trump staffer was manhandling her like King Kong or something. <laughs> Almost threw her to the ground. What a lie. The worst thing in her... You, you gotta watch the video. It's so... It's such a joke. She's not even... I mean... It's not even remotely... But see, you have to understand. This is what they're hoping for. Any little thing... Particularly if it's a white person that does it against a black person. That's what they really, really... Because then they can really get the stoke in the race war race war going. That's what they really want. We're going to talk more about that later. But I was watching um, uh, one of these... Uh, I've watched several of these Trump speeches. And it's like clockwork. At some point, they realized, okay, we're going to ratchet everything up. And this, is, this has been in like the last month more in particular. And they will send in as many people as they can get in there, as many paid Hillary Clinton uh, operatives, George Soros, Hillary Clinton operatives, as they can that are wearing Bernie shirts because that's how they're doing it. So that way they can discredit Bernie, they can discredit um, or, and go after Trump at the same time. And they send them in, they have them in, sit in different parts of the auditorium. And a lot of times, as soon as he starts speaking, they start going nuts and, and flailing and wailing and going nuts and accusing Trump of all this stuff and screaming and 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 usually they're the most foul-mouthed devils on the planet. And that's all fine because they're they're obviously on the side of righteousness because you know Trump doesn't have a First Amendment right and and the people that are going there to see him have no right to hear uh, to um, listen to what he's saying because obviously the only ones that matter are are these devil protesters these demon possessed vessels of satan that have literally sold their soul to the devil most likely and will beg for the mark of the beast and they're flailing and going and frothing at the mouth and doing all this stuff hoping somebody will take a punch at them or do something so that they can throw that all over tv and Every once in a while it happens because people get fed up and they get around the wrong person and then somebody takes a, a swing at them or whatever. Every once in a while, it's obviously not the norm, but it's over and it's over and it's over again. No other politicians having to deal with this, even, even anywhere remotely like this. I, I mean, the one I watched in Orlando was like every 30 seconds. He couldn't even hardly talk because they were constantly doing this. And what it's doing is it they're literally just trying to do on purpose, aggravate the people that have waited in line for hours to get in there, okay, so that they're just so enraged and so angry by the fact that these devils are coming in there, interrupting, basically trying to take away his First Amendment and their right to hear what he's saying that they finally explode. That's exactly what they're trying to do. And when they do get mad or if they do explode or they do act out, then that's plastered all over the news. 
And the other side's not having to deal with any of that because the Trump people aren't showing up at these other rallies doing anything reciprocal. Nothing like that. It's pure, total hypocrisy lies. That, that, that's, all, that's all it is. Life besides her father dying, give me a break. But oh yeah, beside her father dying, it was the most traumatic thing she ever went through. You gotta watch the video. It, it, it's, it's just beyond laughable. Media supports her lies because they can use this as part of the coordinated demonization campaign to claim that Trump is encouraging violence. Is CNN reporting on the deluge of death threats being made against Donald Trump? No. They're too busy giving a platform to the extremist who tried to attack Trump in Ohio, making him out to be a reasonable guy. This is an individual who said he was prepared... There it showed him rushing the, the, the stage in Dayton, Ohio. Um, it, it shows this, this disgusting pig maggot Marlon, Marlon Bando he says, this has always been my goal. I guess what he did with the Trump. He says, unless you're me, then my goal is martyrdom. Martyrdom to what, Satan? I mean, this guy is a total vessel of Satan, okay? And they're glorifying and deifying this guy in the media because he did this at a Trump rally. He broke the law. He's trying to take away his First Amendment. He's trying to make sure that he's disrupting the thing, but he's glorified and deified. By, by the mainstream media. To become a martyr while planning this attack. Imagine if a crazed right-wing extremist who called himself a martyr had tried to get up on stage and accost Hillary Clinton. Would CNN be trying to legitimize and humanize that guy? They're literally, they, they, they went to this guy's, I don't know if it's his house or they met with him. He's, he's got the woods in the background and they're trying to... To, to basically put a nice face on him. He's really a good guy. This guy is a demon-possessed vessel of Satan. And they're trying to, oh, he's he's the victim, actually. You know, they you know they twisted his arm. He, he had no choice but to rush the stage and, and, and try to get to Trump. I mean, you know, he had no choice. Would they call him a protester? <coughs> oh, and Twitter, which bans conservatives for having the wrong politics, still gives this guy a platform. Sending the message to thousands of other potentially violent lunatics. You too can become a media star by physically attacking Donald Trump. Exactly. This guy's getting his, his 15 minutes of fame. It's not going to benefit him anywhere when he's burning in hell. Unless he gets saved, okay? But he's getting his 15 minutes of fame. What does that do? It sends a signal to every other nutbag out there that, yeah, do this. It's righteous. The media will love you. And you'll get your 15 minutes of fame. Maybe you get a book deal. Then look at what happened in Chicago. Imagine if Donald Trump supporters had crashed a Bernie Sanders rally, firing guns, blocking ambulances, assaulting people, waving Nazi flags. Would the media describe them as peaceful protesters? And here, here's the footage from Chicago, where it was primarily black, anti-Trump protesters um, waving communist flags, waving whatever, uh, uh, attacking people, throwing things, going nuts. They killed one of the black Trump supporters. We're going to talk about him later. Um, killed him in cold blood. And um, all of this is by design. It was all George Soros slash Hillary Clinton funded and, and organized in order to make this happen. No, yet that's all we've heard since Chicago. This is the classic leftist social justice warrior tactic. Stage violence and then claim you're the victim. 
The exactly. Washington Post even lies and claims Trump cooked up a giant conspiracy to sabotage his own event in Chicago. Like he controls the George Soros-funded radicals who caused the mayhem. This is the narrative we see being pushed. Violence is justified because you don't have to take responsibility for it. Just blame Donald Trump. Every major politician and media figurehead on both the left and right unified simultaneously to promote this mantra that Trump's rhetoric is responsible for the violence. When he's the target... They, including Marco Rubio, Ted Cruz, all of them, they're, they're all doing the exact same thing that all the other devils that are out there attacking Trump are doing. Blaming him for these devils that are constantly interrupting, constantly interfering, trying to rush the stage, all of this, I mean, profanity like you couldn't even believe. And, and, and basically blaming Trump for all of that. Of the violence. And yes, Trump has made some stupid comments where he jokes about wanting to punch agitators in the face. But the climate of violence and intimidation now sweeping America has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has everything to do with the president who said that what happened in Ferguson was an understandable form of protest. Understandable? Michael Brown, a thug who charged out and tried to grab a cop's gun, it's legitimate to protest that by burning and looting and then... Who, who had just robbed a store of a little uh, little store owner guy, stolen from him, blatant, out in the open, rushed a cop, and then he gets shot because you reap what you sow, and then they, 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 they riot and loot as a result of that. I mean, yeah, and, and see, Obama's giving the rubber stamp that this is all fine and this is all Jim Dandy to go ahead and do. Entire city. I also blame the media, the likes of Time magazine, for asserting that violent rioting is a legitimate form of protest, a message that was acted upon by the thugs who ransacked Baltimore. I blame the media for parroting the hands-up-don't-shoot hoax that fueled the Ferguson unrest. I blame Hillary Clinton, the New York Times, and the political class for anointing Black Lives Matter as a respectable political movement. This is a racist hate group that has called for killing cops. Its supporters have actually killed cops and planned to bomb police stations. The ideological guru of Black Lives Matter is a convicted cop killer who is on the FBI's most wanted terrorist list. That, that's Black Lives Matter. Remember that as we go on in the study. They're pure evil. These are the people who are to blame for inciting violence. And if they really believe that Black Lives Matter, why aren't they in front of the abortion clinics where literally the majority of the black race is being annihilated and eradicated? The majority are being eradicated at the abortion clinics. Are black abortions. Why aren't they there? Well, they don't care about them. They don't care about the little helpless babies. No, all they care about are the thugs, wherever they can get some of this press or whatever, and go nuts and crazy on it, seems like. It's insane. Not Donald Trump. As Breitbart's Raheem Kassan points out, the media's role in sending out a green light to every lunatic that it's legitimate to try and attack Trump is part of a dirty tricks campaign. Quote, as a human being and as a former politico, I dread what I've seen, writes Kassan. Something very bad could be about to happen. By forcing security to be more oppressive at his rallies, by forcing Trump to stand further away from his audience, this is part of a move 
to intimidate and derail Trump and his supporters. So mark my words, Saturday's incident in Ohio won't be the last time some unhinged left-wing lunatic tries to attack Donald Trump. When it happens again, and even God forbid if it's an attempt on Trump's life, the media and the political class will blame Trump and his supporters. Well, I'm here to tell you right now, the blood will be on the media's hands. They're the ones who are inciting violence by encouraging mentally unstable people to attack Trump. They created this environment which has venerated violence and intimidation by characterising it as a legitimate form of protest. And they're who you should blame if anyone tries to assassinate Donald Trump. So we have that report. Now let's go further. Uh, let's see here. Um, <clears throat> Secret meeting, GOP operatives, conservative leaders meet, meet to thwart Trump. Now, they've already had a meeting, I believe, that, speculate, I heard Jekyll Island, which is where the, the Federal Reserve was formed. Then I heard it was another island. Uh, people like Paul Ryan and the Koch brothers and Boehner and a lot of these really, really high ups. I mean, GOP Democratic on how to derail trump now they've got another one secret meeting gop operatives conservative leaders meet to thwart trump a secretive group of republican operatives and conservative leaders convene i mean this is this is their own party you know convene thursday morning for more than three hours to discuss ways to, to unite the right against the the right against donald trump with a presentation about the feasibility of a mounting a third party challenge as well as an extensive deliberations about whether a coalition of anti-trump forces could prevent the billionaire mogul from securing the party it just shows you how evil the gop is the, the republican establishment is just shows you they're they're just as evil just as maniacal just as manipulating and calculating as the democrats are okay they might have different platforms but they're the same good old boys network and so their their uh how any trump forces could prevent the billionaire mogul from securing the party's presidential nomination at the J july convention in cleveland it's certainly not too late representative trent franks republican of arizona said as he left the session you could get another party on the ballot oh yeah like that would have any chance of winning a, a candidate could be picked as late as august oh yeah again like but again, it's almost like we don't care if the Republican Party is destroyed. We really don't care. As long as Trump doesn't get in, these people would more would, would, would gladly take Hillary over Trump. Gladly. As a Republican, they would. Um, candidate could be picked as late as August. It would be have to be a movement, a movement conservative. Yeah, again, like that would have any chance of, of actually succeeding. I mean, they could do it, but then, you know, that's a, that's just basically like saying, okay, Hitlery, here you go, buddy. It's all yours, you know. Uh, then we have, let's go further, activist plot, largest protests of the century. Okay, this is how out of control and unhinged this is getting and it's going to get. 
with little fanfare and almost no news media attention, some of the same radical groups involved in shutting down Donald Trump's Chicago rally last week are plotting a mass civil disobedience movement to begin next month. They intend to march across the East Coast in order to spark a fire that transforms the political climate of America. The operation called Democracy Spring is threatening, quote, drama in Washington with the largest civil disobedience action in the century. They're going to go to Washington essentially to protest Trump. I mean, really? The radicals believe this will result in the arrest of thousands of their own activists. We will demand Congress listen to the people and take immediate action to save our democracy. Oh yeah, right. And we won't leave until they do, or until they send thousands of us to jail. The, web, the website for Democracy Springs declares, channeling rhetoric from the Occupy movement. Those slime bags. The group is backed by numerous slime bag organizations, including the George Soros funded groups MoveOn.org, the Institute of Policy Studies, and the Democrats. MoveOn.org has been playing a prominent role in organizing anti-Trump activism, including last week's shutdown of the billionaires' rally at the University of Illinois in the Chicago Pavilion, where you weren't watching the video, but they were they were firing machine guns into the air, the the black protesters and in beating up people and, and destroying cop cars and beating up white people and you know, it's the stuff you didn't see on the news, but that's exactly what was going on. And it was all done by design, um, on purpose to shut the, the rally down and so they could blame it all on Trump like he had anything to do with their devil demon possessed actions. But again, they just try to flip everything and blame it on the person who's not even responsible. Going further, um, another group endorsing Democracy Spring is the Democratic Socialists of America. The Democratic Socialists of America. I mean, do we realize that the Nazis were the Nazi Socialist Party in, in Adolf Hitler's time? Okay, they were socialists. Okay, so this is this is the group. The communists are against Trump. We're going to see that. They're 100% on the, on the spear tip to make sure he doesn't get elected or to kill him or whatever. Now we have the uh, Democracy Spring, like the Arab Spring, is the Democratic Socialists of America, or the DSA. The DSA Chicago branch drove protesters to last week's nixed Chicago Trump event, as the reporter exposed. The AFL-CIO, the nation's largest labor federation, announced in a press release earlier this month um, it is all behind the democracy spring, perhaps, perhaps indicating significant mobilization. Next month, democracy spring's chaos will begin to, to uh, start on April 2nd at the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. So only God knows what's going what's gonna to go on there. So these are, these are the wicked, evil factions that are all now coalescing and starting to come into lockstep in unison, uniting against Trump and his followers, his, the people that would like to see him elected. You know, it just seems like there's this really clear delineation forming here. And that's why I really felt compelled to do this study. Because I'm looking at this and I'm like, wow. I mean, this is so overtly evil. The one side who they're against and then i look at the other side and i'm like well okay i mean <laughs> i kind of kind of obvious what's going on here at this point and then then we have this just happened yesterday i was actually uh i didn't know that he was going to be speaking but i i went on drudge report and it said trump live and then i turned it on and i see this big picture of all of these cars 
in um, Phoenix, and these devils had went and parked their cars sideways to literally stop people from going to the Trump rally and to stop Trump to from getting there. So now they're literally impeding your right to travel. Like these devils have any right to impede someone's right First Amendment right, now it's getting worse, your right to travel. Like, you don't have any rights to go there. This is how bad it's getting. When he did the second event yesterday in Tucson, they were out there intimidating everybody and made sure that it was impossible for the other 2,000 people outside in the Tucson arena to get in, made them go through like this single file line gauntlet. I don't know where the cops were on that one. What right do these people have to shut down my First Amendment right and to shut down Donald Trump's First Amendment right? I don't care who he is. They don't have that right. I don't care if it's Obama. They don't have that right. But this is what they're doing. These devils are showing up saying, you know what? You, Trump supporters, don't have any right to free speech. We're the only ones that matter. Us, the scum of the earth, typically, are the only ones that have that right. And let me tell you something. I went to the Trump rally this last Monday here in um, Hickory, Hickory, North Carolina. I went to it. Not because I wanted to wave a sign around. I wanted to really get, see what, see what I discerned, what I felt being there. And I really felt God convicted me to do it because I got up and I looked at this. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. He's going to be here. And then all of a sudden I just got this increasing conviction that I needed to go check this out. Now, I didn't get there early enough. We got there two hours early before the doors opened. Forget that. I would have had to have got there at least another two hours early. Me and my listener friend Greg, we got there. The line was so long. And this is what I was talking about, how I was, I was going to talk about some, some of the things that I was went on with me in the last week this is what i'm talking about okay the line was so long i don't i think there was like five thousand people that didn't get in and this is it this is not in a big metropolitan area this is hickory north carolina okay um trump was late because it was super super foggy that morning i, I remember getting up and i'm like oh my words like pea soup i get over to greg's to pick him up we 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 get in the car to go over there and, and then we get there i'm like there's there's no way i mean this line is just and the the um protesters were already there it was a lenore ryan ryan college which is supposedly like a christian lutheran college and, and they've got some of the most liberal uh devils there you could even imagine and we were in line with the trump supporters for i don't two hours didn't get in didn't even near get in i like i said i would have been there at six in the morning doors open at 10 i think if we would have got there at six we would have probably got in and and you know talking to the people there the people that we were in line with good people nice i mean you just had a really good feeling a good vibe about the people that you were around you know what I mean? Nice families. Nobody, I mean, even there were some people that were like in the line ahead of us that were kind of yelling back at the ones they were, and they, a lot of them, a lot of the Trump people were saying, hey, hey, don't, don't feed into their stuff. Don't, you know, we don't, we don't want to lower ourselves to their level, that type of stuff. Okay. I saw a lot of that. I really did. Um, made some, <laughs> I'll never probably see him again, but, but, but made some 
really good friends and in in then at the end we walked up to the front when there was no chance of us getting in and and it really 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 heated up uh because we were up near the front and it was like a um a gauntlet up there of these um i don't know hillary clinton bernie sanders supporters that were you know there um where i was standing um there really started to get some gigantically heated heated debates and the thing is is i'm sitting there and i'm, I'm watching these people on the other side try to respond and they're all they can do is accuse trump of being a racist and and love trump's hate and i'm watching these freaks walk through the crowd i mean we're talking you know gay priests with like collars on lesbian priests with with collar these are the caliber people people that are tatted up like you want to believe hippies um the worst, and I'm going to be honest with you, and I'm going to—I have a whole section on this. I love my black listeners, but the worst ones there, the most ones that were—you could tell that they wanted to get into it. They wanted violence. Were the blacks, especially the guys? They wanted, they wanted to get into it. I can tell. Okay, I know, as a man, if somebody wants to fight physically, they wanted it why they showed up okay it's obvious when that is the case if it wasn't for the cops being between us and them <coughs> it would have got real ugly i'm just saying and i'm not saying that's why i was there because it's not why i was there i'm just telling you what would have happened they would they would have i truly believe they would have attacked and I'm just I'm just telling you my honest appraisal and assessment of what I saw with my own two eyes. You give them an argument, you give them facts, all they can say is call you a racist. All they can say is Trump is all about hate and, and he's he's a bigot, he's a racist, he's this, he's that. And I'm like, I've never seen more hateful rhetoric from you all screaming at us, cussing at us. And the Trump supporters are there trying to reason with these people and, and I, I don't want to reason with fools. Because it's a losing effort. You know, contend not with a fool lest thou be like him, is what the Bible says. There is a time to contend with a fool lest he be wise in his own conceit. But you have to, I think God gives you the discernment when that is. And when you're at one of those rallies, you're, you're all they're going to do is parrot garbage over and over and over again about, you're a racist. So obviously what you get is okay now the spotlight's on me i'm i'm a bad white person i know i'm a racist i'm against you i'm against uh everything that that you know is good i'm evil and that's all they can do that's essentially the extent of their arguments and it's it's a basically it turns into a matter of who can scream louder and that's all i saw then i saw then it was like primarily you had this violent group over here which is kind of where i was near and then you had this other group that was all of the the uh liberal professors at the college and all the liberal hippies and all the lesbian priests and all the gay priests and and they all had their clerical garb on and they're all singing kumbaya and you had that part of it okay and universally here's the thing and, and, and i said all that to say this 
If you listen to me, you know that I went to that Planned Parenthood demonstration. Uh, I don't know, was it last October or something like that in Asheville? Because I heard that was the worst Planned Parenthood there was. That they have more Satanists in that area, more whatever. So Greg and I, and I had some other listeners come in from, from the mountains there that we had met. We were there. And that was where I really wanted to be. And that, that, the turnout was amazing. I mean, just gigantic turnout. And it was a gigantic turnout at this, at this Trump thing. And again, I wasn't waving a Trump thing around. I wasn't waving. I went there to get the spiritual barometer of what I was discerning and perceiving. And you know what was insane? What really dawned on me, and I think a big reason why I ended up going there? The same people that were at the Planned Parenthood protesting against us the ones that were pro-abortion the ones that were feminazis the ones that were you know wanting the abortions and wanting to protect Planned Parenthood were the same stinking people that I was that that were contending with us at the Trump rally it, it was the same ilk of people same ones it was no different what does that tell you i mean what is that if you think about that it's the same caliber that is the only time in the last year at least if not longer than that because i can't get out a lot because i'm so buried with the the enormous responsibility of, of what i got to do with, with the ministry i'm not complaining i'm just i i don't get out a lot and on the rare occasions that I do, if I go to something like this, a rally, the, the, the two last ones I've went to, it's like I'm dealing with the same people, just a different venue. One's a Trump rally, one's, one's a, a Planned Parenthood, you know, where we're, we're trying to, to, to get them to stop slaughtering babies in there. And then I have the same ilk of people I'm dealing with that are against Trump. It's just like this delineation is becoming ever and ever more clearer is I guess the point I'm trying to make. So here we have the these Trump protesters in, um, this was going into the Phoenix area. For hours, the protesters, about two dozen in total, parked their cars in the middle of the road and furling banners, reading dump Trump, must stop Trump, and chanting Trump is hate. Again, this is just what they parrot. They have nothing of substance to back any of this up. But it's their talking points. It's who can scream the loudest. It's who can be the biggest idiot out there wins evidently you know that's basically their their platform and, and again it's it really makes you resent this because it's like you know what right do you have like i'm not going to go to a bernie sanders or hillary clinton and say and try to prevent you from getting in i'm not going to go on the highway knowing that there's a, a bernie or, or hillary clinton rally and try to block the cars so that they can't go and hear them talk because I respect your first amendment. I respect your right to travel. I respect Hillary Clinton as much of a devil and a witch as she is. I respect her first amendment rights, but the, the ones that are anti-Trump, okay, the ones that are doing all of this, that doesn't apply. No, no, 
you have no right to even hear what he has to say is essentially what they're saying. We don't want you to even hear what he has to say. It's like every demon in hell is exploding and raging and foaming at the mouth, making sure, trying to make sure that you don't even hear what he has to say. Again, what does that tell you? Going back to this, it says traffic was backed up for miles with drivers honking in fury. Protesters were also chanting, and I, I guarantee you they were hoping somebody pull a gun out, you know, and then that, that would have served their, their purposes very nicely, uh, would have made every, you know, global news station, you know, that's what they're, that's what they're hoping for. They're hoping for somebody's going to really, really get really, really fed up one of these Trump supporters, or maybe they'll have somebody pose as a Trump supporter. They're already doing that. Hillary's sending them in with armbands that look like nazi armbands but it says t on it they're hillary supporters that are going in covertly into the trump rallies they're doing it on purpose i'll get to the story of that that's one of the reports i'm going to cover i mean we're going to look at it uh traffic was backed up for miles drivers honked in fury protesters were chaining uh donald trump shut it down phoenix is the people's town yeah no you think that phoenix is your town like you own it this very very small evil minority and the only ones that matter are you because you're so self-centered and and so self-absorbed that you have the audacity to believe you can block someone's travel you, you could take away their First Amendment right because you obviously are in the right. I mean, being on Satan's side, obviously, how could anybody possibly argue with you? This is, this is the audacity that these devils possess. The road was eventually cleared and protesters marched down the highway to the rally site, weaving between Trump supporters who booed and jeered them. They actually chained themselves to their cars to impede their right to go hear Donald Trump speak. Yeah, there's a link to that. They chained themselves to their cars. Then we have this. Um, this happened uh, yesterday. Trump effigy beheaded. Shock video. Protester beheads Trump effigy hanging from noose. Leftists are escalating their violent attacks against the Republican frontrunner, Donald Trump, by beheading a Trump effigy lookalike in the streets of Salt Lake City. This is where they're, they're going to have the voting all totally rigged up, uh, according to what I told you earlier. Nicole Vowell of KSL5 tweeted several videos of protesters standing on the steps of City Hall on Friday. In one, a man says, I don't like anything about Trump before taking his stick and beheading the effigy hung by a noose. Wow, that's really amazing rhetoric there. I mean, he really backed up why he doesn't like him. But, um, so he beheaded the effigy, which was hung by a noose. Here's a Twitter pic if you want to look at that. Uh, and then he picks up the head and attempts to punt it like a football. Another unhinged pro protester screamed into the microphone about Trump's hair. He says, how can Trump run a country when he can't even do his hair right? Wow. Now, I'll be honest, that got me. That got me. It gave me a moment of pause. You know, it really, it really got me deep down in my soul. And... Now I'm a Bernie guy. I, I I admit it. Now I'm a Bernie guy because this guy, who obviously is a orator's orator, I mean this guy is a wordsmith extraordinaire, screams, how can Trump run a country when he can't even do his hair right? 
there, there should have been some kind of hairdo pun there because he said do his hair right hairdo but no he chose not to go there in pun land but but he 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 stayed away from that then he said he he yelled as the mob cheered with a frenzied look in his eye he beat the effigy and screamed um and he said he's a barista at starbucks well that i'm glad he's a barista at starbucks that's neato and then then he says he says yes that's me i just led a revolution he tweeted I guess he put a picture of him doing all this. He, you did, little buddy. You read. You you led a revolution. You Starbucks barista. You, you you. I'm sure your hair is perfectly quaffed back. I mean, it's probably just pompadour. I don't even know wind tunnel tested hairdo. I'm sure your hair is amazing. Okay, and would dominate Donald Trump's hairdo any day. And I am glad you had your 15 minutes of fame and that you just read, you just led your own little mini revolution. You did so good. Fox 13 reports protesters clashed with police after the protest. The news station ad adds rock, uh, they add that rocks were thrown at Trump rally attendees. That's fine. Could you imagine though if the Trump rally people were throwing rocks back? Oh, that's all you'd see. This is all, this is all. They're wanting to incite violence and for 99.999% of the time, the Trump supporters have been unbelievably, remarkably restrained. Okay, but the, but the point, 0001, where they're not, that's what they're going to plaster all over the news. And they're even going to go so far as to glorify the devils rushing on stage and acting like total morons, demon-possessed of the toenails, and glorify them and deify them on the news. To present a more human face to them. Because obviously, you know, they had no choice but to act like the morons that they are. They had no choice. The news, um, so yeah, they were throwing rocks at them too. Um, well, let me see, I'm kind of starting to run out of time here. Okay, let's go further. Uh, video protesters try to storm Trump rally. Tear up Secret Service checkpoints. Anti-Donald Trump protesters tore down Secret Service security checkpoints in an effort to storm the doors of the Infinity Event Center while Trump was speaking. Again, trying to take away his and your First Amendment right. Evidently, we don't have any more First Amendment right according to these devils, these demon-possessed vessels of Satan. We have no more First Amendment right. Only they do. And they have the right, evidently, to shut us down because they feel like it. Because they don't like what trump is saying and they don't like what he stands for or what we stand for so that's that's you know this is the twisted logic in in the politically correct george orwellian 1984 world we're increasingly moving into protesters clashed with the trump supporters in salt lake city utah police and riot gear blocked the entrance to the salt lake city building after protesters tried to rush the door oh they're so peaceful and loving they're and and you know they're so non-hateful and they've proven this over and over again already yet that's all they're accusing us of being hateful hate trump is hate trump is hate all this uh, really okay how what you guys if there's a personification of hate it's you okay you're the ones demonstrating hateful evil maniacal behavior over and over again yet you're accusing us of the very thing you're guilty of that's what devils do Let's go further. Um, there's all these Twitter pics of these 
of this going on too. Fox News says a video of protesters attacking police and tearing down Secret Service checkpoint tents. Oh, because they're so loving, so peace loving, and so non full of. They're they're so full of love. Really is is what and and these people at at the at the one I was at at Lenore Ryan College. Oh, all of these flower power people carrying around their little signs. Love Trump's hate. Get it in a play on words. Love Trump. Oh, I know. And you guys are all so about love. I mean, I, it's all I'm seeing is the other side. It's just pure love, just like these people, you know. Then we go further. Sanchez said that there was an unconfirmed claim that one of the protesters got inside. Hundreds of Donald Trump supporters and protesters faced off outside the Infinity Event Center in Salt Lake City. Um, police have to position themselves between protesters and Trump supporters. These are all different pictures of these things that I'm, I am describing here. Uh, then we have this <laughs> clashes in Manhattan. Now this is in Manhattan where we don't even have Trump's not even there. He's not even near there. Anti-Trump protest moves from Central Park to Trump Towers in New York City. Okay, who are the people against him? Again, let, let's look at the opposite side. Queer Detainee Empowerment Project. That's one. Queer Detainee Empowerment Project. A bunch of devil reprobates. Revolutionaries against gendered oppression everywhere. Meaning a whole bunch of transsexuals, lesbian, gay, bisexual, trans, another bunch of devils. And other leftists join protest. Um, this lady tweeted, um, is the world completely ignorant to the fact that the Nazis were socialists? And they're portraying Trump here. They've got a picture of him. It says, Mind Trump, brought to you by a vicious and thoroughly rotten system. And it shows Trump in a Ku Klux Klan thing, even though he's disavowed them over and over again, with a Nazi mustache in a, in a Hitler um, German uh, like overcoat. And it says a thoroughly American fascist pig. And it says www.revcom.us. We're going to hear that later, but you know what that stands for? Revolutionary communism. That's what Revcom stands for. These are the people, and they're the ones saying that he's an American fascist pig. They're saying that he's a socialist, but evidently communism's a whole lot better. Obviously it is, okay? You know, so this guy tweets, he says, is the world completely ignorant of the fact that the Nazis were socialists? These people are so brain dead for the most part, I guess is the point I'm trying to make. They're so full of hypocrisy, so demonically blinded and brain dead at the same time. It just defies the imagination. This goes on to say thousands of protesters gathered in front of one of Donald Trump's signature Manhattan buildings Saturday to protest the GOP frontrunner, according to CBS uh, News New York. The protest is backed by several activism groups, including ICE... Free New York City, that's a, that's a, let all the illegal aliens, ICE, Immigration Customs Enforcement, because I looked up some of these. International Women's Day Coalition, a whole bunch of feminazis, essentially. Millions March NC, which is committed to building and strengthening the Black Lives Matter movement, and we know who they're, George Soros funded, all of this garbage, these, these devils. Queer Detainee Empowerment Project. These are the reprobates that are against Trump and, and behind Hillary and Bernie, and particularly Hillary. Um... And then revolutionaries against gender depression everywhere, uh, or also called rage again, the transgender, lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender. I mean, this these are the this is the caliber of people that that are waging this war. They're at the front line. This is this is truly Satan's um, best foot soldiers, evidently, that he's bringing out for this. As previously reported, the violent anarchist group 
Antifa is also among the protesters. So now we got the anarchists and the nihilists coming out. We got every reprobate crawling out from every devil rock that exists in order to come out against Trump. So again, what does that tell you? When you see that clear delineation increasingly forming um, and they're saying Antifa and they may engage in violence. So you better believe they're going to engage in violence. So this is the state of affairs. Then we have this Antifa group, violent anarchists joined protests at Trump Towers. Um, New York City Antifa, which bills itself as an anti-fascist group, has joined the protest at Trump Towers in New York. Antifa has roots in the German Communist Party and takes its um, political stance from Leon Trotsky, who said fighting squads must be created and flabby pacifism would not be acceptable in the struggle against fascism. Oh, but but communism so much better. And then they have this whole thing, this placard they put out, which says, Crush Trump, 319 at noon, Columbus Circle. This is where they showed up to to uh, go against the, the his Trump Tower thing. So I'm totally out of time on part two, and we will go to part three next.